Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them, and that he was also a necrophiliac. Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of the Grinding True Crime Podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, along with our narrator for today, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show. Yes, yes. And we're doing something different. We're going live. Yes, we are. First time. Yeah, we're going to see how many people we get on here. <laughs> <laughs> we already got one. Here we go. <laughs> Yay, one. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Yeah. We're doing good so far today. Doing doing pretty good. How about you, Gab? I'm doing good. It's a Sunday, man. I love Sunday. It is a Sunday. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. I hope you guys are doing good as well, those who are listening in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to do some crime stuff today. Uh, you know, if you want to, we could rattle off what we're up, we're up against or what we're going to be doing today, or what do you want to do? Um. What are we going to do? We're going to talk about two stories and we're going to do like an armchair detective type style thing. It's going to be a little different from our normal routine, but uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty fun. A little nerve wracking, but a little fun. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Craig. Thank you for listening. Yeah. It looks like the notification just went out. That's right. I just got the notifications right now. What's going on, Craig? Uh, Sue, 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 uh, sorry. Yeah. How are you guys doing? (laughs) We're going to get into the story, uh, here in about about a minute. We might as well just tell them where they could find us too, to just get that out of the way. For those who are new that are listening in, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in the grinding true crimes, and then you can follow us there. You can leave a comment. You can, uh, like our page and one of us will return the favor and comment you back. Also, if you just want to listen to us on your podcast stream, just go to uh, Spotify, Anchors, iTunes, Pandora. For those who are in the United States, you can uh, listen to us on there. And for those who listen to us outside of the country, we love and support you guys so much. You can continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. There you go. Hi, Gabby. My twin There's Gabby. Hey, Gabby. There's Gabby. All right. Hey, Cor. How you guys doing? Yes, yes. (laughs) So we're starting to get some people trickling in. Uh, You know, it might be a little bit different times around the world, so... The, our international listeners might have a harder time to get to get on. So there's Cherry. Yeah, some people checking in right What's now. What's going on, everybody? Yep, yep. Well, let's let's uh, tell them what we're going to be talking about today. So today, Todd is going to do break down two stories, but the first one we're going to talk about is the story of Madeline McCain. So what we're going to do is we're going to let Todd read the story. And then he'll open it up for us to do, uh, kind of give us our theories and uh, our, our thoughts and opinions on what might be the the situation or what the answers might be to where 
Because this is an unsolved. Uh, Currently, it's unsolved. Right, right, right. So we'll give our opinions and then we'll read you guys' comments and get your opinions on what may be the case in these, uh, this case, the first case we're about to do. So, Gabby, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, well, let's take it away. This is going to be a little condensed. That way, we'll just give you guys the facts. And then, uh, you know, you guys can can check in whenever you, uh, you guys want to leave your opinions. Uh, you don't have to wait to the end of the show. And then uh, you can just be leaving them in message boards. They're going to be reading the messages. So be very active is, is what we're asking for in this one. Yes. Um, so uh, <clears throat> Madeline can, and this was suggested to us by a few people, actually. Uh, she was a three-year-old on vacation with her parents. Uh, this case will baffle you in most ways if you're a parent uh, because of the clear uh, way that this will haunt you and kind of piss you off in a way because um, you'll see how as a parent yourself would not leave your kids in this vulnerable situation. Mm -hmm. And and this is unfortunate because of uh, how it went down. Uh, they kind of ultimately paid the price. Ooh. So uh, to me, it's something that uh, they have to live with for the rest of their lives. Um, Kate Marie McCann, we're going to give you a little background, was born in 1968 near Liverpool. She attended Notre Dame High School in Everton Valley, graduating in 1952 with a degree in medicine from the University of Dundee. So she's a smart woman. Okay. Uh, she moves to the OBGYN and gynecology department, then anesthetics, and then finally she uh, general practice at Gerald pra uh, Patrick McCann uh, Hospital. Uh, or no, I mean uh, general practice hospital. I'm sorry. Her husband is Gerald Patrick McCann. <laughs> sorry. I was trying okay. to read that too fast. A little nerve. <laughs> yeah, a little, little nervous. A little nervous. <laughs> um, Gerald Patrick McCann was born in 1968 in Glasgow. Um, I believe that's England, uh, attended Holy Rod RC secondary school okay. before graduating the university of Glasgow in, um, what is it? The, in, in hands free sports science in 1989 uh, and then in 19, uh, or I'm sorry, in 1989 and then 1992 in medicine. And in 2002, he obtained his MD. So both of these were two highly, um, skilled practitioners in the medical field and made a lot of money. All right. Sounds like they're doing pretty good for themselves. Absolutely. So, and then right after he, you know, in 92 graduated and got medicine, um, he, uh, in 93, um, oh, hold on a second. Go ahead. In 93 in Glasgow, um, he was married, uh, or he met his, his woman, which was Katie, his wife, and they were married five years later. Um, five years later after their marriage, Madeline was born in 2003 and they had, uh, uh two more kids. Um, a set of twins, a boy and a girl. So at this point in 2005, uh, they had three total kids. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they went on vacation in 2007. And then here's where it all starts here. Um, they went to uh, Portugal and they have a, uh, a city right there by a village of uh, Garvey, which has a population of a thousand people. And it's called Little Britain. By Britain. yeah, by all of the um the locals because most British people go there to retire. Okay. It's sort of turned into like a Catalina type thing, nice, small nice. little city, you know, off by the ocean or whatnot. It's a home away of home from home for British people and people in the UK that are visiting or with families. I know. One right? day I want to go visit Britain. <laughs> there you go. It's it's definitely on the bucket list, right? Definitely. Yeah. So so they booked this in expensive club ocean club resort they're on the um you know the 5a building um it's a nice building 
It's accessible from two sides, so keep that in mind. Okay. Which the complex is number uh, is is the number two building on out of five. Okay. On the side of the buildings, you can see the patio that overlooks the pool, the tennis courts, and the tapas restaurant. Which again, something you got to remember. Tapas it's a restaurant. Huge part of the story. Okay. Uh, the children would sleep in the bedroom next to the McCanns. The bedroom had a waist-high window, curtains, and a shutter, and a little porch. Uh, Madeline slept in a single bed next to the bedroom door. The other bed was next to her brother and sister with the twins. Uh, the children spent the day on Thursday, May 3rd, by the pool about 2.29 in the afternoon. Till 2.29 in the afternoon. Then the children uh, returned uh, to the kids club with the mother who took them out for tennis lessons. So the kids are small getting tennis lessons. So they went to bed that evening, which is around 8 p.m., 1900 hours over there. Um, Madeline was left in a short sleeve pink and white pajamas next to her blanket and her cuddle cat, which is a little plush doll. Okay. Now here's where it twists. The twist. Here's the twist. Very much so a twist. Um, It's now 9.30 p.m. The Tapas Restaurant, which is on the side of Building 5A, which is in the location of of the hotel about 180 feet from the building itself. The restaurant's just to the side of it, right? Mm -hmm. A short walking distance. The top of the hotel room was visible from the Tapas Restaurant, but not the doors. So you could see the patio from the restaurant. Okay. And why am I explaining why you can see the restaurant, you think, from uh, or, or see the, the bedroom from the restaurant? Hmm. I think somebody, uh, something happened to a little Miss Madeline. Okay. But, like, why do you think we're uh, talking about the restaurant's view of the, the hotel room? Correct. So, as this is what, what pisses me off. And I think a lot of parents that are on here right now, would you be upset or would you be cool with leaving your kids alone, unattended, in a hotel room, even though if you have clear, visible, you know, uh, a, vi- a visible, like, line of sight to the room? Nah, uh, nah, not even that. No. no. Me as a mom, and I have two girls now. Okay. So that's, that's like, that's the thing, like, um that's the part that's going to haunt these parents forever so um what happens is they they have the uh, understanding of okay well we've got a child gate in front of the door mm-hmm. we've got a lower one in front of the patio so they can't get out there mm-hmm. and you could see from the street the room so we should be okay right and we'll okay. and as they're going to go meet another couple that's vacationing with them and so they both have they have their kids up in their room and so they're like hey you know what well when we get the opportunity, every 30 minutes, the husbands will go up and check on the kids, yeah. right? And they're okay. going to do that for each other because they, okay. they, they, they t- they're like, oh, we want to have drinks, exotic food, and... You know what? I think that's a good idea when you go out with people, like you want a vacation with other adults that have children too, but I don't think they should be double dating while they have kids there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say one couple take their turn and go out with their wife or husband, have some drinks, have dinner to have some time alone but while the other couple watches all the kids yeah and then switch off but everybody going down to have drinks and have fun and just leaving your kids up there i don't think that would be responsible uh, not only that if you're having drinks you're not you're not clearly all there you know mm-hmm. so i yeah i wouldn't do this at all yeah and that's a that's a thing um 
there's just something to it to where it's irresponsible. And I know people want to party and have dinner and everything else like this, but at the expense of your children, you know, this, this could be something that, you know, again, is, uh, <laughs> is very hard to swallow later on knowing what we know now. Yeah. So here's a big juicy part of the story, guys. And, and again, please, please chime in with, uh, everything you can, as far as uh, thoughts and theories on the messages right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Sherry said she doesn't even leave her kids in the car when she goes to pay for what? patrol. Oh, that's gas. gas. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's smart. I you mean, know, that is pretty smart, actually. Yeah, because people have been arrested, especially out here, like in Arizona, California, where it's so hot and you leave your kids out there and then something can happen to them. They over exhaustion or kids get kidnapped all the time, unfortunately. So that's very smart of you and responsible. Um, so here's the juicy part right here. You know, prior to their getting into the rest or to the restaurant, they left a note with a receptionist at the tapas restaurant saying that they want a, uh, a visible um, window um, table for them and their guests so that they can view their room because their kids are alone. Okay. So they told the staff that? They left a note oh. on the, the w- with the staff member who left the, it's sort of like a sticky note mm-hmm. on the table of the, um, you know how they check you in, the, the what's, what's that called, the restaurant? Yeah, like the um, seating hostess. Yeah, the hostess. So they left it with the hostess so anybody could have seen it. Yeah. Anybody could have seen it. And they left the room wow. number too. Wow. So that they could get the clear view. Basically, they left the invitation for somebody to. Wow. Yes. So. Wow. That's what the mother, Kate, afterwards, hindsight being what it is, thinks what happened. Um, so what happened was after the first 30 minutes after they got their table, Jerry would check in on them for the first 5 p.m. The children were asleep and all was well, except he recalled. Check this out. When he left the children's room, the door was slightly ajar. Ooh. Like he walked in the room and it was closed. But when he came back in, it was slightly open. Slightly open. Not a good sign. So what if someone snuck in there behind him? Mm-hmm. So like that's what I'm saying. So was there someone in the room? What do you guys think? I think somebody snuck in right behind. Because it could have hid, mm-hmm. you know, at, at some point. Could have hid in a little closet or something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you? Yeah. Th- or unless if the parents were not around, they somehow managed to pretend to be so the kids could open the door. That could be too. So that w- we would fast forward now. Forty-five minutes later, Gene Tanner, which is um, which is uh, what what was it called? It leads us to Gene Tanner, who is the uh, what is it called? A witness says that she tells the Portuguese police at 11.15 she noticed a man carrying a young child to the junction of row Dr. Dr. Francisco Street. And it's hard to say these streets, Del Del Silvia, just ahead of her. So it's on a a corner. There you go. (laughs) It's that Latin coming out. (laughs) Yeah, I I forgot about that. I'll be like, Gabby. Hey, Gabby, read that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, excuse me, I need some help. So they, so a witness saw a person pick up a child. Yeah, I was walking. walking him? Yeah, and like the way that it was drawn out, just carrying like cradle, like a fireman's carry. Yeah, she described the man as five foot seven and appearing to be thirty five to forty years old, dark haired, wearing a beige trousers and a dark jacket. Mm. He did not look like a tourist. She said. Now Scotland Yard would get involved with this um, because what happened later is the next, you know, around eleven o'clock. 
uh, 30 minutes after the other husband went up there to check on his kids and noticed, uh, what is it? The, that she was missing. Um, and then the mother went up there and was screaming and everything. So it just turned into a big thing and it turned into an international. Just imagine the, the, the feeling of going back and seeing that one of your kids is missing. Yep. Yep. I, I just know your heart's going to sink like instantly. When that, it, oh, absolutely. And, and then, then the, there was Mary Smith from Ireland who was vacationing. Mm-hmm. She, she would tell Scott, Scotland Yard a block away, a different block, Roa 25 de Abril. I guess yeah. I, there you go. Abril. <laughs> See, it takes me like 10 minutes to say the word. She's like, de Abril. <laughs> like, God, like, and she rolls the R's with it. Yes. Too. <laughs> and and this, <laughs> this one would take the cake too because, again, she – the other Tanner's person and then now her, mm-hmm. they would describe the same colored pajamas and the same man around five to seven mm-hmm. to five, nine slim build brown hair and talking about them, uh, beige trousers, everything, same thing, carrying a child up the street. So multiple people saw this five foot seven gentleman, well, yes. not gentleman, man, uh, carrying a child. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there was like really, um, there was really nothing to, Nothing more than what they, those two examples, there's no camera, no CCTV. So no cameras, no cameras. Wow. Uh, so they have nothing on camera to go back to and be like, Oh, there he is or whatever, you know? Hmm. Um, so the window and the exterior shutters were open as well. Okay. So that's another point of entry that they don't know. They didn't find any, um, fingerprints, nothing. Okay. Um, they volunteered, uh, let's see. Kate made her own check around 10 o'clock, which was a mother too. She went up there because the, the other husband didn't see the daughter and she thought, or he thought that maybe she went up to use a restroom. But when, when the mother went up there, she's the one that actually sound or, or found that her daughter was gone. The plush toy was there. The blanket was there and uh, she was freaking out. So um, yeah. So that's when police got involved. That's when Scotland Yard got involved, Portuguese police, um, the problem is Portuguese police did a lot of stupid stuff, like what happened with um, Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, what would be a Portuguese name? Jorge. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of Jorge's. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, Brazilian, right? Uh, I, you know, I don't know how to do it. We'd have to do a hillbilly Portuguese accent. I don't know how to yeah, do how that. How would you do that? <laughs> I could just do hillbilly. You know. <laughs> But do, do your hill, Billy Johnson. Get him, Johnson. Yeah, like all the Johnsons walk in there. And that's the problem. None of them had gloves on when they were doing fingerprinting. Are you what? serious? They weren't wearing protect, protective booties. Uh, you had over 20 to 30 cops go in there and just compromise the, the entire crime scene. So now they have a buttload of... Yeah, they're, they're like, hey, I'm going to sit down and watch that big screen TV. And it's like, no, there's there could be DNA right there. Oh, too bad. Popcorn. <laughs> We got some pretzels here. Boy, these people, they got a lot of good food here. So, yeah. they What uh, the heck? Yeah, they screwed up the evidence, man. Are you, wow. Scotland Yard and all the, the, the big you know agencies that came in because this was, a, this was a worldwide thing, they would turn this into a circus and people would be just be like, dude, what the hell is going on? What the heck? And, the, and there, the problem with this too, there was no ransom note. This wasn't like a, a clear case of kidnapping. So then the people were like, oh, okay, either she's been murdered or she's a sex slave or, you know, turned into a, a child, you know, something, something dastardly happened. Did they ever think that maybe she just walked out? 
No, because they saw they saw a several fight. several um, people saw the or at least two credible ones saw a man carrying the, a kid out mm-hmm. and still asleep. Um, the parents would be sus- suspected actually for a long time by both Portuguese and German officials, um, and also Scotland Yard. They would be in, like multiple agencies would be investigating the parents for years. Um. So it wasn't until 2020, however, prosecutors first said that they suspected this German man by the name of Buckner, his last name. Um, and it's, this has come out within the last couple of weeks. Um, he was involved in multiple um, child pornography rings and also a, a couple attempted kidnapping. So he's a bad dude. That's gross. And he's done some molestation of kids. And when they checked his records, phone records, he had been in that area in the year 2007. They pinged him. They pinged him over there, and they checked his records when he was, you know, over there in the area. So he's the suspect right now, but he's been under investigation seriously for the last two years, but no movements. On- Cut off right at an hour, or what was it? It was like an hour and six. Really? Yeah, on my end. You know what? I have a feeling it was the two devices. Yeah, because it kept telling you. Telling you yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that's what it was. We were having a hard time. We were having a hard time with the comments. Because my phone was connected. Yeah, I don't know what because I haven't gotten. Let's see, did I get the? Yeah, see right here, same thing. Yeah. Next time we'll do something different so somebody can be commenting. Yeah, and this is a bit on a delay right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Do you say we were back yet or no? Yeah, we're well. Yeah, I just told him. Okay. We'll see if we can get a couple people on. If not, it might be that, that they didn't want to stay up. We'll have to. Yeah. If not, we'll give it another minute or two. If not, we'll we could just finish up our thoughts on this. Yeah, and we can close yeah. it out. Okay. And then I'll get your thoughts on everything. I honestly think it was the uh, the gentleman with the hatchet. There oh. we go. Okay, Jerry. Sorry, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Um, uh, are it just cut off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, let me get, well, if you look up on the Delphi murders on the images on Yahoo or Google, um, here's the one right here. This guy right here. I don't know if you can see it, Gabby. Anthony. Yeah. This is a, this is a social media guy. I don't know. Well, but he looks like an older dude. No. Well, yeah. It will look look that, that kid right there. That's the one that's facing all the charges right there. Uh But yeah, it doesn't look like him right there. No, not at all. And that's what the composite sketch came out to. Because originally they got this one. I don't know what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hey, man. I'm not a 77-year-old man, but when I see that photo, it does look like an older man. Mm-hmm. It does. And this, but that's the only photo they got? This one looks, this is why they went oh, crazy. Oh, man. You know who he looked like? Huh? <laughs> Somebody we know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, See, but he looked like somebody we know. But look, look at this picture right here, though. He, now, if there's a lot of blood in the scene, and what if there was a hatchet? He he has ties. What if it is him? Look at that picture. That looks just like him. The nose, the hair. But you can't really tell right here, right? No, you can't tell right there. Yeah. So I mean, who knows what's going on right there? Um, that's the guy from Colorado. That, that's uh, with Colorado. The mm-hmm. That's Colorado guy. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> It looks like him. And there's actually, here's uh, one right here, too. There's an older gentleman right there. He's suspected of, of being a part of this, too. That man does look like that photo. Yeah? Yeah. 
yeah, he, it could be him. So, and actually, that's that's the picture of the old man, the seventy-seven-year-old. Yeah, he totally looks like that. Mm-hmm. He does, and he would know the area because this he, thing. Yeah, yeah. And he lives there. Yeah. I didn't think so because of the age, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you're an active person, that's what I'm saying. The Golden State Killer was what up in age, and he was lifted lifting things right now. Oh yeah, he was running, running, running around, and yeah, on a motorcycle, going crazy. So, yeah. If you're active, you know, age is nothing but a number. But I, I don't see how it's it's just disgusting to want to do anything to a child, mm-hmm. you know, 13, 12 years old. It, it's just disgusting. What possesses you to what do What possesses something? you to do something like that? Leave them alone. Yeah. Let them be. They're kids. Yep. Yep. You know? I work around elementary kids, 12-year-olds, every day. There's nothing in me that sees them anything like and I wouldn't even want to touch them, mm-hmm. you know. So these men are disgusting. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got in this case. Welcome, Cairo. <laughs> We're getting a few people We're trickling a few in. More people trickling, tr- trickling in. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Sorry, yeah, sorry for, about that. There we go. There we go. Uh, Sherry chimed in. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Um, yeah, hopefully next time, because I think we, we want to do this again, right? I'm down. Yeah, you're down. Did you guys like this? Leave a comment if you like this uh, live discussion. Just put yes or no. If you say no, <laughs> that's going to hurt. <laughs> but if you say yes, well, thank you. <laughs> Jerry says, loved it. What a capital L-O-V-E-D. Claire says, great show. Thanks, guys. Uh, helped out so much on the night shift to go a little bit easier. And then she looks, she put left that for Gabby. Gabby says, <laughs> off with the wing. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Thank you guys for the love and support. It feels, you know, it it feels like fun. You know, b- before we sign off, a little quick thing about us. Me and Todd have been doing podcasts, have been doing podcasts for about what? Five years, six years? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So d- we were actually... Believe it or not, we were nervous. And Gabby Gab, this is like her first time joining in on us doing podcast stuff. This she is was her cool first time. It. She was cool as cool as can be, cool as a cat. What y'all nervous for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? You know, we doing a live question and answer. Like, it, it, it's different, you know. And so, mm-hmm. it was fun. It was fun. You guys made it very, very much fun. Thank you for the audience participation. Uh, we loved it. I loved Sorry. it. Yeah, it was a technical difficulty, and it's it's actually good that we we had a good number of people, like a like a low number, because had we had a lot, I've been oh, overwhelmed. <laughs> You'd have been sweating. I was already reading too fast and everything. I could feel it, man. So like, because to see our numbers from when we first started, oh yeah, dude, when we had a certain somebody on the show. <laughs> Why are you being disrespectful? Why are you being so disrespectful? He was on the show <laughs> and giving all kinds of. Puberty voice <laughs> agreements with Matt. Girl, stop it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at said, I remember those days. He was terrible. See, that, that, that's a ride or die right there. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. <laughs> 
You know what? It's just funny that she she remembered those days. You know. Yeah, because dude, we started that right when COVID hit. Right when COVID hit. Right when COVID. Yeah, so that's our birthday for the yep. show. And then Gabby chugged along and took over ever since. She's like, you know, yes. it was you funny. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Gabby <laughs> okay, third person. Third person. Gabby <laughs> was so mad. <laughs> Why were you mad? No, I was kind of annoyed because this is something that's always caught my attention. <laughs> I've always watched. <laughs> there you go. You got the chills. You, you know got what? A taste of <laughs> I've always been drawn to true crime, and I've always watched shows and everything. So when he told me that they were starting a crime show, and it involved. The other person, I was like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. I had no idea that they were not all into crime. Mm -hmm. And then when I was hearing the first ones, then it was just agreeing with Matt, agreeing with Matt. <laughs> no personal opinion whatsoever. I was just like, so no. disrespectful. <laughs> Matt, Matt could have. No, I, like, I should be in that show. <laughs> yeah, it was. I want to do this. <laughs> it was a no-brainer to bring her on because it's like it was so funny because, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the name, but 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 she was. Don't say the name. She, she was doing really good, you know. When we did a, a, a what is it called? We did a practice episode. We did a practice episode, and it came up really good. I'm like, dude, she has really good insight. She's very uh, vibrant. She brings a lot of flavor to the show. It's much better. Yeah, and and we have a better connection, all of us three. Because literally, Matt could have went out and said, I could have said, well, what do you think about this, Matt? And Matt could have been like, you know, I agree with the killer. I think he should have sliced her throat. He would have been like, yeah, you know, whatever Matt said, I think he should have slit her throat from here to here. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Matt should have thrown a like, curveball to see if he would have disagreed. He never disagreed. Never disagreed. Never disagreed. Yeah. Oh, man. No fun today. You know what? It, it, it's crazy. We were just talking about that. We might go back on those stories we did in the past and redo them. Yeah, because the audio was bad. The audio was bad. Right. And, and, and Todd, stop. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, because we have we have so much uh, like we're, we're like such a dog and pony show. Like we like we don't have writers. We don't have, you know, any kind of sponsors as of yet. Uh, we, we might. Yeah, we might someday. Um, but we don't we're to see where we're at. Like we've actually checked on Podbean, we're like in the top, almost top thirty as far as all true crime worldwide. So I mean, it's pretty huge for us, yeah. Mm -hmm. And for us to just be starting off as in our own little room doing our own little thing, um, it's an accomplishment that we're very proud of. And yeah. the feedback that any feedback that we get from anybody is freaking amazing. So G F S Z Z F B U, thank you for joining in. Top 30, that's so good. Well done, guys. You really deserve it. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah, we're just looking to, to like, because right now we're good on Podbean. We're good on Anchor, mm -hmm. Spotify, but we need to reach Apple. We need to reach Google. I think if we hit those two, we're really going to go mainstream. We're going to be like the Jeffersons. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to thank you guys and gals out there for really putting the word out, um, letting everyone know about the show, and we really appreciate it. Not only that, thank you for giving us suggestions of cases to look yeah. up because, you know, some of these cases we didn't know about and some of the information that you guys wrote, we didn't had no no clue. A lot, a lot yeah. of things that you guys uh, help us out. So we appreciate it. Yeah, we've had people talk about stuff that's happening in their own backyard, you exactly. know, like, like in their own neighborhood. 
I'm, Canada, you know, Australia, we Buffalo. Did a case in, oh, yeah, yeah. Even now, UK, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we appreciate you because we've done a lot of California ones, a lot of California yeah. ones, and West Coast ones. But mm-hmm. we're branching out. We're trying to go to different areas because there's so much crime in so many cases that, like, I actually had a good week to research some stuff, mm-hmm. and I found wow. a bunch of them that were that I never even heard of before. So yeah. We'll have a lot of those coming up that hopefully you guys haven't heard and will enjoy as well. Yes, absolutely. Can't wait for the next one. This mm-hmm. was fun. This was yeah. fun. So we'll definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. So, uh, Bill Bear. Thank you for joining in, Bill Bear. Bill Bear. Bill Bear. He's yeah. building a bear. <laughs> you, you know, I... <sighs> I have so many voices that I could have used, you, but, but they're not PC like I, anymore. Like like five years ago, I could have went just oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I can't no more. It, it's, we have to be. Uh, it, if you guys notice some of our takes, we have to be uh, cautious of what we say because we, you know what, we used to we used to kind of be ourselves. We we still ourselves, but we used to say a lot of other things. But we got a lot of comment, negative comments talking about we're insensitive. How could you be laughing at people mm-hmm. dying and stuff like that? And it's like, no, we're not laughing uh, at anyone's Do the death. voices. <laughs> we don't care. Do the voices. <laughs> Dude, we had – look, guys, we had somebody leave us a comment at 12 o'clock in the morning. And it, it was 2 o'clock in the morning talking about how disrespectful we were. Our grammar was bad. Todd Fox's voices. Gotta, <laughs> we, we were getting creamed. Yeah, and and we were just sitting there like, who in the heck is messaging us, messaging us this early? And then she left us all her information. She was that. She was the parent of Madeline uh, McCain because she left every information that if we were if we were criminals ourselves, we could have easily got could have tracked her down. Bro, she left her left her name, her email her, address, her email address, her phone number, her address, and was like, if you got something to say, you can message me. And I was just like, bro. Yeah. Bruh. Like, if you want to send a dirty bomb to my front door, go for it. Basically. Basically. <laughs> it's like... What's going on, Nikki? And I could... I mean, I could do, like, some... She <laughs> 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 probably... You know what? She looked like she wasn't, man. She, oh. she looked... She looked like the lady from the studio when we were doing... Uh, LA. Oh. oh, my God. So, we had a radio station here in LA that me and Matt were on. Mm-hmm. And we had a show that we did like a variety show for a while. That's when we first started. When we first started like, we yeah. thought we were hot. You know what? You know it. Like, we, we jumped over. We were like, yeah. We were, because, dude, our, our freaking studio was overlooking. Like, we were three stories up. Yep. We were like, what looking down the city. Yeah, yeah. You we're know? like, had a great view we of North good, Hollywood. Yes, we did. And uh, it was funny because, uh, you know, we went in there thinking we were big, and but there was someone way bigger in size um and also she not that there's nothing wrong with that but she was really creepy she was like one of those mediums she was into ghost stories and paranormal yeah and she just gave you this vibe dude when you walked by her room you just felt cold yeah like seriously and she used to she was a big woman and she used to sit with her legs wide open her (laughs) mouth wide open and just just chilling like and yeah and then what happened in the story and we 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 walk by me like yeah Let's get away from this person. I'm like, uh, Matt, <laughs> we are not switching studios with that woman. We are no, staying in our no, studio. We in our own studio. We never switch studios. Heck no. Yeah, they even offered. They're like, hey, do you want to use a green? Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Nah, just keep us in here. Room three. <laughs> uh, 
Nikki, go ahead, go ahead. We love you too. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki, from the England, UK. That's what's you know what we're getting a lot of England, UK people that are, are chiming in. So we really appreciate that. I'm Exactly. My wife I love loves movies. UK. I love your shows. Don't ask me to do a UK accent. I can't do it. You guys gotta tell Maddie Matt to take me over there. Yeah, see? And you have um what does it say? Oh, we love you too, Gabby. <laughs> yeah, you have we have those voices though that we could probably do though, but the, like like I could do a Pooh's voice. Like oh, okay. I, I wanted to use that on a you know, a couple of things we talked about, you know. Um, cause you could, you could do stuff, but like, my thing is like, I want us to get big without too much controversy. Well, look, man, I'm already I would bring weight, it. man. How big you want us to get? No, no, I'm talking oh, about like, oh, okay. Big, big. Oh, okay. Cause you know, you know how it is, dude. Like when we did our variety show, uh-huh. it was always me going off the rails, going too far, pushing limits. And Matt would always be like, stop being so disrespectful. I, I was the good cop. Today. I was, the, I was, uh, what punching chip. You were, you were punched. <laughs> Yo, you were the white guy. I was, I was the punch. white guy. You were, pun- <laughs> I was Poncherello. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Todd will go too off much. the deep end. Too far. There's far left, and then there's far right, and then there's Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd was all the way. I, I had no filters, bro. Dude, and, and Maddie's just too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heart. Uh, I was like, Shut him up. Shut him up. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because growing up, I, I was totally different from what I am now. It, it, believe it or not, I, you know, I was in the gangs and all that stuff. And Todd doesn't. What well, Todd? Todd met me when I just changed my life around. So when Todd, when I tell Todd some of the stories, I, he was like, "Man, I, I don't buy that." You know, not Maddie. You know, Maddie was Maddie's a cool guy. And even people nowadays, um, when I tell them some of the stuff I did, it was like, "You, you did that?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." Like, I was, I was, I, I actually was, but you know, I changed my life around. So, mm-hmm. but don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, don't mess with him. Don't me- Todd, Todd, neither. Todd, I seen Todd mad one time, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't want to get punched by him because he looked like he might knock a teeth out. <laughs> I seen Todd mad, and he wasn't even mad. He was just upset, but yeah. he was still mad. And she. I actually don't. <laughs> I, I'm, right now, I'm like the Beatles song, Freeze a Bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Both of y'all are so disrespectful. You're so disrespectful. I know where y'all are going. <laughs> yeah, she was. Gabby was not allowed at my house because. For a long time. I have a crazy ex wife uh, <laughs> that, uh, that, that did not like her for the stupidest reason. Exactly. And, uh, and I unfortunately allowed it not to be that way because of uh you know i didn't want to stir the pot mm-hmm. so it took me a while to wake up but uh but, when, but once everything's where it's at right now like you, there's this cloud that used to hover around my house that is no longer there no longer so even when it's cloudy outside uh literally it's sunshine and blue skies inside sunshine the house yeah they yeah. can be crazy. They can be crazy. So that's why she's been in the studio the last few times. It's been good. It's been good. As soon as I knew, I was like, oh, gotta go back to the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you know, like you have the. It, it feels good, though. It feels yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, sad to say, they do. Ah, <sighs> oh, them bitches. Yeah, they <laughs> They're crazy. 
Oh my goodness. So a little, let, let's ask you guys a question. What is something about us that you like? Like what compared to other podcasts, the other compared to other podcasts, what is it that we bring that is different? And yeah, what what's is, the difference? And what is it that you like about <clears throat> us and what are the things you don't like about us? Be honest. Well, what do you want to know about us? Uh Sherry says humor. Hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. I and I'll be honest, I agree with that because it's hard to joke with a with a crime genre. I've seen other podcasts trying it. It does come off insensitive. Mm. Um, it's just you gotta know when to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. That's yeah. true. Cause like I, like I said earlier, a lot of people was cramming us, like, you guys shouldn't be laughing at this case, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And and it's not that we're laughing at what happened. Sometimes we laugh about you know, uh, uh, an idiot police officer who clearly have evidence, but then they become Officer Johnson. Mm-hmm. Or stupid stupid statements yeah um, you know people being careless exactly yeah but some some people were just oh you guys are idiots so, so yeah. well i mean if if you want just straight edge freaking uh true crime go to dateline you know watch exactly. them listen to them um case file yeah case file uh, there, there's i mean although i love that podcast yeah but um we're just different yeah we're, we're like we're fans too of the genre yeah. like gabby said like you know me um matt was the only one that kind of got dragged into this i was i was dragged like a like a man he <laughs> he was sports all sports. i was a sports guy i still am I, yeah. I, I don't get me wrong i watch my true crimes i watch crime shows and stuff like that but gabby and uh, todd are the experts i'm more of the novice yeah, he's very novice. So it's kind of good when we're able to explain stories, whether it's me or Gabby, or even when he researches, he's like, dang, I didn't know this was going exactly. on. Exactly. So, uh, uh, Cherry said other uh, podcasts are very serious. Also, I love your chemistry. We've never met, but I feel like you're my mates. Oh, <laughs> my mates. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's actually that's a friends. compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Over here, it's different. Mates. mates, mates so yeah, no, no, no. Over here, you say mates was like, like damn, we're, we're really close. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, Nikki, we were just asking, like, what is it about our podcast that's different from other podcasts? So, if you want to leave a comment that what you like about us, go ahead. Uh, you we're know just. What I think you guys. I think our next show should be question and answer about us, so people can get to know us. Yeah, we can do that. Well, we're doing it now. <laughs> well, no, I know, but, but no, I know, I know. Stuff, so. And we could pump it more too, because like Give this one. This one was more along the lines of just like last minute type thing. True, true. And it was on Sunday, so maybe we need to adjust our schedule to them. That's true, because um, a lot of people are from the UK, and a lot of people are from. I think Sherry's from Col- uh, No, no, no. Gabby's from Colorado, right? No, there's Is some friend. Isn't she? Somebody from Colorado, I remember. <laughs> and then Claire's from UK. Nikki's from UK. Sherry, where where are you from again? I I, I believe it's UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah UK. UK. So we're pretty late. Adam, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are just amazing, fun as well as serious. You're in my top three podcasts. That's Aww. what I'm talking about. Thank you, thank that you. That's what I'm talking about, Nikki. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Sherry says I'm from <laughs> I'm from shitty Peterborough in UK. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, Peterborough in UK. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why it's, it, it, it's shitty, but uh, okay. Tell us about uh, Peterborough, uh, uh, Sherry. Um, Claire, we, we, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, no. Stafford, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Staffordshire, UK. Nikki's from. Managed to get back in. Your podcasts are absolutely hands down the best for detail, for honesty with frustration of the police. Faultless. Fox Pass. 
Oh, uh, pretty much faux pas. Yeah. Oh, faux pas. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. The humor. Sorry. So funny. Should do some live cameras too. Uh, we don't mean like an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I went on OnlyFans, I'm no, just saying. Nikki is from Saffordshire, UK. Yeah. Okay. Peterborough. We say Peterborough. <laughs> I mean OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone in here for, for Plymouth, UK here. Hey, isn't it Plymouth where uh um where the pilgrims left from? Hmm. No, from that movie, um Plymouth. Where we changed everything over from uh it's it's no because we're so PC over here. It's sense of sensibility. They're from Pl- uh, Plymouth. Everything Stop goes- it, man. Okay. She's starting to get me watching UK movies, man. Right? Pride and Prejudice. Talk hey, about sandals and it goes first back of to all, Pride and let Prejudice. Let me ask you guys a question since you all are from the UK. Yes, it was filmed. <laughs> I, I knew it. I know my UK stuff. Oh, That's all I know. Don't ask me anything. <laughs> Lots of UK fans. You're doing something good, obviously. Oh, that, thank you. Since all of you guys are from the UK, I, clearly it's big. Um, I I seen that movie Pride and Prejudice. Okay, don't judge me. Um, that's my uh, that's Gabby's favorite movie, mm-hmm. and she got me watching it. Don't judge me, Todd. And Mr. Darcy is my favorite character, and he's from Daffyshire and and Pumbley. <laughs> I, 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 don't don't judge me, okay? Derbyshire and Pim- I was close. Derbyshire and Pumbley. Where is that? And if you guys know where it is, describe it for me, please. I would love to see it. Don't be laughing at me, Todd. I'm having a fan moment. If if we were to travel to the UK, I know for a fact you would walk around. Oh man, what? Trying to imitate in a UK voice the entire time. We say Derbyshire. Okay, Derbyshire. Okay, see Derbyshire. We say Derbyshire. Derbyshire. And in the movie, they drink tea, a lot of tea. Derbyshire. I've always wondered what other people around the world view our accents because Australians have heavy accents. UK has heavy accents at times. I wonder if they make fun of Americans. Like, how do they do that? They just sound like me and they're like, oh, that guy's so rude. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. It is 1.35 a.m. I need to sleep, but I won't switch off until I have listened to you guys. That's love Aww. right there. That's love. Thank you, Nikki. So we won't you know keep what? you, we won't keep you guys up too long because I, I, we realize the time difference. <laughs> you got a rip off yeah. of us Brits. We're the slang Brits. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. At least you guys stick to your roots. We destroy our history. Yeah. We're we're like, nah, it's not Thanksgiving anymore. Nah, yeah. We're it's indigenous day. <laughs> we're all over the place. Man, America don't know what to do, man. America. 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 <laughs> It's, it's, <laughs> it is a melting pot of crap. It is. It's good to live here, but it's it's hard to live with people over here. It's like it's like we're so privileged to be privileged exactly. that we're, we're mad at our privilege. Exactly. People don't realize how privileged we are, and yet they still feel like that we should be more privileged. Like, wait, hold up, bro. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's Chill. why there's that running joke of man, first world problems, because that's how we sound. Like, exactly. like other people are struggling to say, man, can we eat tomorrow? We're all like, damn, man, what do they do with the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bring hey, it back. I do like the Mexican pizza. Uh, Jerry, I like shooting. Yeah, Gabby, Gabby <laughs> likes going to the gun. I love it. She oh, says no. we don't understand why you have guns. We think it's so stupid. I, you know what? I agree with you when it comes to people who are uh, irresponsible of having guns. If you're a good, sane, sober, moral person, 
who's uh, armed uh, just to protect your family and stuff, mm-hmm. I couldn't get that. But if you're just carrying a gun, like, you know, when I was doing my gang stuff, I had a gun. Uh, I would bring it to school. But I was an idiot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I didn't bring it all the time, but I, I brought a gun to my... Uh, my you don't. You exactly. Don't. Because exactly. anyone can piss you off and you fire it. Now, check this out. I brought my gun. I brought it. Well, it wasn't my gun. One of my friends brought, uh, would let me have it. But I brought it for protection because at where my school was during the time, it was a racial uh, uh, altercation going on. So I didn't want to be picked off, as we say, or you know, killed or whatever. So I, I had a gun in my locker just in case. But clearly nothing happened. But... People like that who carry guns for for protecting themselves, I can understand. But if you're just walking around trying to be a criminal or trying to steal or rob people, man, get those guns out. Well, here's the thing: you have you have some states here in America that are open carry where you can actually have it on your freaking side, and as long as you have the little card saying that you're able to hold a gun, the police can't mess with you. Then you have cities like Chicago, which they call Chirac. Chirac. Um, You have homicides because people. The perception of this world is. Oh, the, the the or of the United States is that they're all racist and they have too much guns over there. There is race issues because there's a melting pot of people here. There's no denying that. On the level that the world sees it, no, it's it's overblown. And as far as guns, as far as Chicago, Chicago is a city I think half the size of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and that we currently live in, and they have almost a thousand homicides a year. Keep wow. that in mind, a wow. thousand homicides it's ridiculous and and that's because the guns are so free willing there and the kids get them i mean they start killing at the age of 11 11 over there yeah they, yeah they brainwash them at a young age yeah man. and so the gangs are are heavily invested the cops are overwhelmed mm-hmm. the success rate of solving cases is about 15 percent <laughs> less than zero and the national percent. average over here at solving murder cases 37 percent so that just tells you something that there is a lot of serial killers and and to to be honest with you, real quick, one one more thing about Chicago, there is an active serial killer that I haven't done a story on because there's not enough evidence on it right now, but they said started in 2014 is still going right now, that they have linked all, up to 77 to 96 homicides on wow. one person, one <clears throat> offender. And he's still out there. He's what he's doing. He's what? strangling uh, prostitutes and older women. Wow. And he's and it's all around the city of Chicago. They have no I freaking do you who the dude is. Yeah. He he could be the most prolific serial killer. And you know what? You know why we're not hearing about him though? Why? Because the race. Yep. Because most of the women are African American or Spanish. And they're in their poverty or prostitutes. So it's not being reported and it's not mainstream because they feel that the offender is also African American. Mm Mm-hmm. If it's a white guy, big story. Big story. If it's white yeah. women, big story. Big story. That's that's that's, that's where the race out here in America. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. believe it or not, it's yeah. sad. It's pretty true. It depends on what your race is for your uh, story to be uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry made a good point. If you had no guns, you wouldn't need protection for yourself. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree with it, but at the same time, not necessarily because a lot of these murderers sometimes don't use weapons. Something else. I mean, they don't use a gun; they use other things, like a bat or a hatchet or something. I mean, I get her point. I get her point. You know, no guns wouldn't have no issue, I which is true. Have less fear, that's for sure. If nobody in the world had a gun, I yeah, that would be. I get that. I get it. Um, <laughs> Sherry said the difference between us is I had vodka and water, 
in a water bottle in my locker room at school. No guns. <laughs> hey, you know what? Don't get it twisted. You had the good stuff in she, there, too. Hey, 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 she, she's all up there. The teacher's like, who can solve this problem? I, <laughs> I can solve this problem. Welcome See, Welcome, everybody. The, the world is a crazy place. And then the teacher's like, I'm just asking you, what's three times seven? <laughs> I'm getting to that. Trust me. Oh, my God. Only say these things to real true crime fans. No guns allowed here. Justice system is bad. I would say a life sentence is roughly 50. Oh, wow. That's wow. So the justice system is bad in the UK. Well, I mean, I say California's worse here. I would say California's worse. It's more like catch and release. Like if you're getting a fish, you're like, yeah, we we arrested this guy. No bail for you. See you later in six months. Yeah, Sherry said the same thing. I agree. Our justice system serves no justice here. Jeez. I wonder, is it like the old school justice system? <laughs> don't, don't worry, a lot of people don't. I believe it's 21. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah, write that down. Uh, Peter Connolly. Okay, yeah, Nikki, thank you for that information. You know, unfortunately, you know who has a bad justice system like that too is Canada. Canada, Canada, yeah. like, like, uh, there was a, um, a a family annihilator. She killed four of her um, her uh, her parents and two of her siblings because wow. uh, her parents wouldn't let her marry her boyfriend, right? And the boyfriend and her committed the the quadruple homicide. Now, see, in America, America. you you get four life sentences. Or you get um, you get put to death, stuff like that, for you know more than two homicides for the most part. But in Canada, they're like, well, it's uh, it's it's four crimes, eh? So hey. like, uh, you know, you take that maple syrup, eh, and you you serve that twenty five years, and uh, you're out the coop, man. You just hit the ice hockey ring, you know, and they and they leave after twenty five years, four oh. murders, and they wound up serving twenty years on good behavior. What the hell is I good behavior? I don't believe in good behavior if you're yeah, a convicted murderer. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in that. I don't yeah. believe in good behavior. And you How get are you going to credit somebody for good behavior when their behavior out there was terrible? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They shouldn't have that, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Claire, right? Claire mm-hmm. uh, said, yeah. "Justice here is a joke, and baby P case is horrendous." Sounds oh, like it. Sounds like it. Uh, Sherry said, "A sex offender in my town just came out after serving three months." What? Are you kidding me? Sexually abused a minor for four years. What? Hey, Gabby, say your famous words. Not only that, what should happen Off to him? Off with his wing. Off with his wing. Castrate him. Mm. Castrate him. That's that's jacked up, man. Stop it off. That's jacked up. Now let me ask you this, Gabby. Now let's just say you have the power to 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 remove wangs at your leisure. <laughs> uh, do you keep them as trophies? Like, do you have them like Lorena Bobbitt? <laughs> as you walk into <laughs> as you walk into her study, does she have this big cabinet behind her with? See, now, 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 to me, that will creep me out. I'll be like, hey, look. My penis is the only one you should be having. Don't, Don't be <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I I'm didn't just, mean it that way. I'm just saying it so that it, it potential people that are on the are, are on the cusp of maybe being sexual offenders, maybe there's a tour guide that takes them into your study and says, "Hey, you know what? If you uh, go a little further than what you've done, your penis could wind up on her mantle." You know what? <laughs> 
You know what I saw? I saw uh, in my motherland, the Africa. <laughs> the Africa. Now, uh, it was a, a, a sex offender. Yeah, he was actually, he had to rape a little girl. And you know what his uh, punishment was? Mm. Take a guess. Oh, castration, right? No. What? Take a guess, guys. You guys take a guess. What do you think his punishment was? A sex offender in Africa. No. I'm going to see if somebody says the right answer. Okay, well, uh, to answer your question in the meantime, Claude, mm-hmm. I would not keep the mass trope. <laughs> After how many castrations I would have to do, they'd probably be in bins, and then I would go out oh. to the wild and feed it to the oh. wild dogs and the hyenas. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be jacked up right there. No that actually sewing it up. That's as bad as that Harmon Means yeah. one or whatever, the, the German cannibal. It's <laughs> a terrible story. Parents should take off their wings. You know, uh, I, I could be even more cool than that. I could, I could make them eat their own wings. Oh. Look at here, man. You might as well just kill me. Shoot me in the head. Yeah. I'm not eating my wing. <laughs> oh, baby, peace. That's terrible. And Victoria Klimbia. Klimbia? Klimbia? Come by. Sounds like Klimbaya. Okay, we'll check that one out. Thank you, uh, Thank you, Sherry. Victoria Klimbaya. Um, <laughs> Sherry said, off with his wang. Uh, Claire said, both change the way safeguarding cases are handled in communication between social services and police meant to improve. Until the next time a child is killed and lessons learned again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely keep the wangs. Definitely keep the wangs. Definitely keep the wangs. Definitely keep the wangs. That's a trophy, huh? Nikki says, if you take the stories idea, if you take the story ideas, I'm sure we can give you a few UK ones. Victoria Klimbaye, Peter Connolly, and James Bulger. They are all kids. Very hard and sad stories, but really need to be told for awareness. I okay. Down, Nikki. Yes, okay. We're definitely going to take these. Uh, okay information now thank you guys um victoria cool lim b a that she broke she don't know her times tables but she sure she can correct on grammar she know how to break down a, a, a word thank you the thank vodka you, works for grammar and just not uh math <laughs> the parents should take their wangs the parents should take their wangs Ooh. Ooh. yeah yeah well back to what happened to the african guy mm-hmm he was hogtied like a pig, right? Mm-hmm. So his hands and feet are bound on this long pole. The villagers came out and watched him. They tied a boulder to his balls while he was hanging. Oh! And let the boulder hang, and he was screaming in pain. I felt his pain. I, I Todd, you know. He no know. Mm-hmm. You know. The boulder was hanging. Full, his, what does the master think that little girl felt? I, I look at like I said, I get it. I but as a man, Todd knows. It probably did tear off. He, he, yep. he and you know what somebody else did? One of the uh, I guess the village uh, mayor or whatever. He grabbed the pole and was shaking him. Oh, so the boulder was moving back and forth, hanging on his balls. And, oh, and he was screaming. Oh. Look, man. That will teach him to do that. I get it. I get it. But dang, I felt his pain. I felt it. Good. I hope he cried. He did cry. He was crying. He's ah, all all these freaking might check your phone just in case. No, it didn't. They deserve to I'm have a shredded life right there in front of them. And, yeah. and that, through the shredder and then be it to the dogs. Oh wow. And that's the thing too. They have um 
they do have this one in England. I think it was uh, um, where they would put the guy in a pole, like a like a small pole or whatever, and they would shove it in his rectum. Oh! And then they would start to they had like things around his his arms, mm-hmm. and and they would pull him down as the pole was going up, and it would literally shatter through his rectum area, go up his back till it came out the top of his back, you know, till it killed him. But they slowly killed him like that. I mean, that's some freaking torture from uh, overseas. Oh, yeah. What did he do? That, they did that to sex offenders. They shoved a rod up his butt, and then they pull him down as the rod goes into his body out of it. So, till so he's suspended on there. Worst. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So Well, we don't want to hold you guys up since you guys are all from the UK, and we know what time it is over there. So uh, thank you guys for chiming in and leaving us comments. This was fun. We hope you guys had a good time. Uh, Cherry says you're giving Gabby ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a, yeah. So thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Nikki, and thank you, uh, Claire, for chiming in. Nikki says one last comment. My kind of punishment. Once his nuts fall off, they should have been fed to him. Yeah. Rape would get you about nine years here. Sorry to those who don't agree, but I say bring back capital punishment. I agree. Y'all ladies out here is off with their heads. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Especially when you're a mother and you imagine that happening to your kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think over here, capital punishment should, I mean, like, a lot of people don't, like, uh, go for it. But uh, it can deter those from doing it themselves if Absolutely. they see people as examples. Absolutely. I agree. But, yep. Sherry says, thank you for this, guys. It has been great and lovely to hear you all live. Oh, thank you, guys. Claire says, you've been brilliant as always. Thank you so much. Nikki thank says, you. good night, guys. Lots of love. Have a good night, ladies. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, ladies. Sending send the love back to UK. Absolutely. All right. Until next time. Well, this is it, uh, Todd. This is it, Gabby. This is Maddie Matt signing off. Our narrator for today was <laughs> Todd Fox. And the other host of the show. With no need for the introduction, you know where to find us. Peace. Y'all come back down here, brother. (laughs) Okay, Hogan. (laughs) What you gonna do? (laughs) Peace.